This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Haere mai, haere mai, haere mai ki te rātapu e ki te hahi reo irarangi mō te Radio Church. Ko Michael Godfrey, toku ingoa. Welcome to you, whoever and wherever you are. Welcome to Sunday and welcome to Radio Church. My name is Michael Godfrey. Great to be with you in your sacred space, your sacred sound space this morning. In the liturgical churches, we are journeying through Lent. It can be parodied as a time of self-flagellation. Media images abound, particularly from Latin American communities of believers self-flagellating with cords and sticks during Holy Week especially. There are still residual habits in some quarters, religious and otherwise, of individuals or groups making at least some act or process of self-deprivation during this period, setting themselves right with their God or perhaps their universe or both. Does it achieve anything? What does achieve mean anyway? Certainly at a time when Eastern Europe and Europe in general, when the Northern Hemisphere nations and above all Ukraine, though let's not forget Myanmar or Afghanistan or an endless list of peoples in chaos, When nations are torn apart by hatreds, at this time, surely, it's not inappropriate to pause and wonder what sort of a world we live in. For those of us who like our faith music rich, choral and mellifluous, Pink Floyd aren't always our first port of call. But as we remember human failings, what Christians call sin, we might remember that us and them is all too often a recipe for hate. It's not your average praise or worship music and the lyrics are neither Shakespeare nor King James Bible, but let's pause as we remember Ukraine, Afghanistan, Myanmar, Yemen, Tigray.
Floyd, exploring darkness as they often did. At a time of the year when liturgical Christians explore the shadow side of being human. I'm tempted to add, as if we need it, when COVID tribulations and war crimes fill our news feeds every day. But while many of us may have personal brushes with the pandemic, there is, so far as we can tell, no real blame game attached to illness. Nevertheless, there is lament. We can lament for ourselves, lament for Europe. Though we might recall that we lament too for the victims of the Christchurch mosque shooting at this time of the third anniversary of that event. We lament for our species, for our capacity to turn the image of God, the ability to love, into the ability to hate. We lament too for Papatuanuku, Mother Earth. For those of us who have neither Hebrew nor Maori, And at the risk, but I hope not committing cultural appropriation, there is much we can learn, especially in Lent, about the place and the value of lament. And as we think of a suffering world and our own propensity to create suffering, we might dwell on a general lament for innocence lost and a scarred world. 
of lament. There is much for us to lament, here at home and across the globe. Have we lost the ability to grieve? We no longer die, we we pass, or derivatives. We prefer to obsess over Cardassians than over plastic sludge oceans, rising sea levels, disappearing species and biodiversity. The list goes on. Lament, the lost art, and its cousin, Lent. These are not a quick prayer and do nothing, but enter into our corporate and individual fold, ascertain what can be done, and set about doing it. This applies even to horrors such as Ukraine, Afghanistan, Myanmar, and the rest, for we are a part of humanity and participate in humanity's atrocities. More than that, the ancient book of beginnings, Genesis, suggests that we are created to nurture and till the earth, The verbs often translated work and keep the earth in Genesis 2 are the same words that are used of the priests who later served in the temple. Pray, weep, wail, on behalf of those who cannot or will not for themselves. We have much to lament, but do we know how? In Lent, we begin by imploring divine mercy.
The first segment of Carl Jenkins' Kyrie from his Mass for Peace. The Kyrie in liturgy is the moment at which the people of God seek God's mercy and restoration, not just for themselves, but for humanity. The cynic might point out that they've been doing that for an awfully long time, but their invisible friend has never answered. Yet change begins with the individual, and lives are changed. And sometimes there are even hints that societies within humanity experience change and betterment. At any rate, it does no harm to cry out that we may be a better people and that we, you and I, may strive to become the change, change for betterment in the world. Hayam Kadosh from Christopher Tin's song cycle, Calling All Dawns. Do not mourn and do not weep. Be silent, for this day is sacred. Do not be sad, sings the soloist words taken from the book of Nehemiah. In this song cycle, a new dawn begins to break. I remember only too well as a teenager in Natarua, Maonga, far north of here, having lain awake through the night listening to the rain falling on my tent. I remember watching as black night grew pale and dawn hinted at its arrival. It was perhaps my first all-nighter, and I had made it through the terrors of the dark, for I was a pretty timid kid. Lent pauses us in dark places, but dawn will come, for Ukraine, for farmers, for businesses, for those suffering from COVID or its repercussions. We are all in the mishmash of humanity together. But in the Christian community, we believe no matter how dark the night, dawn will break.
The sun with its morning light, the earth ensnare. Words were originally in Persian, but they're from Christopher Tin's Calling All Dawns. As the Hebrew psalmist put it, weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Lent is a time that takes us into hints of the dark places around our existence, as individuals and as humankind. But it does not leave us there. It foreshadows that there are hopes ahead, and in Eastertide we will burst into those hopes. But it is to be hoped and prayed that we will be better human beings for the journey, that our ability to empathise and improve the plight of suffering humanity, suffering species, suffering Earth, is honed, and we can learn all the more to live and love in such a way that others may live and love more fully, wherever they are. The Māori word nukatere refers to people on a journey. In Lent, we journey from darkness to the hints of light. So may it be.
Teote College. This has been Michael Godfrey and Radio Church. Thanks for joining me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.